0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Talking Chic podcast. We're back. Back. Episode 3. And I'm ready to talk about Mm, mm, our bodies mm, 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 mm. this week. Mm, 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 Okay. mm, 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 Anywho, (laughs) (laughs) this week we are talking about body image. Something that is, I guess, can be serious. Yeah, for a lot of people. Oh, for sure. Um, some people struggle with it every day. Some people have overcome it. Um, people, some people are now experiencing it later in life. So it's a deep topic to talk about. Absolutely. But before we get into our body image topic, we're gonna talk about what wine we are drinking today. Introducing <laughs> the D-O-double-G, the ninety nine crimes, Cali Red. Everybody know I love this new dog. Okay. So I'm excited to drink this wine. There are no notes, no tops, no bottoms, or whatever you call those things. All I know is this wine is fourteen point one percent. So we are gonna enjoy this wine. Today. <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. For it's like a um, it's dry, but it's not like. So so dry. It's like a sweet. Yeah, it's 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 a little on the sweeter side. It's like semi. Yeah. yeah, I started. I practiced singing next episode to introduce the wine, but then I said no. I don't do that. If you all hear like padding, you know, throughout <laughs> the podcast, that's her trying to crip <laughs> walk. Yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a crip walk in honor of Snoop Dogg, Uncle Snoop. Okay, but anyway, anyway, so body image, right? Yep. So we talk about this all the time, I think, I think there's always a little bit of a conversation surrounding body image and not just from like a today's perspective, but just like historically, you know, I think body image has focused and centered in on women. And um, when we decided to talk about this, I was, you know, just searching some things online and I came across this CNN article and the article was, um, and it was surrounded by um, International Women's Day. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, fitting for the day. But the title of the article was um, The History of the Ideal Woman and Where That Has Left Us. And I thought that was like so interesting that they would even title it that way because it has left us, you Mm -hmm. know, in a place. And um, the article starts talking about like, oh, in the 17th and 18th century and women being depicted with curves and it moved through the Renaissance era where, you know, they were wearing corsets to Uh accentuate, you know, those curves. And one of the things that I found to be extremely interesting was that, um, it said, you know, according to research that had been referenced in the article, that in the nineteen twenties and the nineteen eighties, the ideal woman was the thinnest in U.S. history, mm-hmm. and then that's when we transitioned into the the supermodel era. Right. So we, you know, wrapped our minds around this thin, you mm-hmm. know, existence and this mm-hmm. very specific body type, and th- that poses the question: Where mm-hmm. has it left us? Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, when we were thinking about this topic and thinking about how we were going to bring this forth, we definitely wanted to have another perspective. Mm -hmm. So I was thinking, who, 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 who? And I just want to introduce our special guest by reading something to you all that um, she wrote. And it is her testimony. And I'm going to let her speak to herself. We're going to let her talk however she feels led. Um, But this is what she posted recently. I don't usually open up like this on my social media or just people in general, but I feel like I need to. The other day, I was looking at some old pictures of myself from high school all the way back to middle school, and I was thinking how during that period of probably 2010 all the way up to 2018, I legit thought I was ugly. Think about that. That's eight years of my life I thought I was ugly. If you think I'm ugly or cute, it doesn't matter to me. That's not the point of this post. Despite the compliments and words of encouragement from my family, I still thought I was ugly. I was very shy and to myself, a very shy and to myself kid during that time frame. I spoke when necessary and when I felt like it. If it isn't obvious now, I was very self-conscious of how I looked face and body wise. I literally used to think I was fat. And if you look at the pics that she posted, you know, she clearly wasn't fat. This is also an age where you start dating and all that jazz. And I never had success with that and she wrote, that's another story for another time. Though I will say how I was treated by boys made me insecure. I wasn't receiving the respect that I thought I knew I deserved, and I just didn't feel like I was being treated like a person with a brain and not just a body. None of this is for clout or pity. I don't need anyone to tell me I'm beautiful. I know how I feel about myself, and this is not just for me, but it's for others. All that to say this, women, We are more than bodies. We are more than just faces. We are people with emotions, thoughts, and a heart. The things inside of us are more important than the outer flesh of us that doesn't last. Just like looks fade, but your spirit remains or whatever they say. It's taken me a while to get here and I'm still getting to wherever I'm supposed to be. But I just wanted to say, you are not alone. And with that, we are introducing our special guest, our youngest sister, Rihanna.
1: Audience, 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 thank you for having me, y'all. Of course,
0: ma'am. Would you like to say a few words about your post? Where did that come from? What made you post that?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, I wanted to post it because like I always look at older pictures of myself and I've never had the opportunity to like share them like I want to. Um, mm-hmm. because I look back at them and I look at myself now and I feel <laughs> like I look I look like a totally different person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just wanted other young women um, my age and at the age I was in my pictures like 12 or 13 maybe and just know that like it's okay to look the way you look like you don't have to look like these supermodels and these actors and actresses like you can just be you and there's nothing wrong with being you.
0: hmm. And and that's uh, why I think it's important for us to have a third perspective because you're part of a different generation
1: mm-hmm.
0: than we are. We are from the '90s and the 2000s, where I learned to type with Mavis. Uh, okay, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> so, guess that says a lot about your age. Mavis taught me how to type. Oh, I don't know who Mavis <laughs> is, honey. In it. Um, anywho. <laughs> but to just have a younger perspective about body image and what that was for you starting like you said in 2010 Mm -hmm. to 2018 we were grown by then so Mm -hmm. we were getting out of or the tail end for me anyway of what it was to embrace your body for who it is and who you are Mm -hmm. and just seeing yourself in a different light so it's important to have a younger perspective to see how Body image can be affected by them, especially with today' social media being so prevalent. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. us, social media wasn't as prevalent as it is today. Mm-hmm. And even though we had like influences like BET, and we was backing that ass up in 1999 <laughs> to the 2000s. No business, no business, no ass. <laughs> but I was no business. But I was though. Azz, Azz, I was backing that ass up. <laughs> I was, but um, in those videos, like. There were bigger girls, that, voluptuous butts. Like, as a child, obviously, we shouldn't be <laughs> worried about that type of stuff, but that's the type of things that we're worried about. But at the same time, it's okay. I wanted to be in the hypnotized video, it's fine, it's oh. fine. I had my knee pads, like, I wanted oh, that was me, I wanted oh. to be in that video. It's okay, okay. don't worry about it.
1: Well, that's interesting,
0: <laughs> but uh- <laughs> social media is a big influence and especially with like um, IG models Mm -hmm. and I'm just going to be honest and say the come up of the Kardashians and now women believe that having a big butt and a fake big butt to say, it's okay to have a big butt, but to shape your body and go under all these surgeries and stuff like that, just to fulfill the societal wants and needs of what a woman should look like Mm -hmm. is insane to me in 2021 and it didn't start there i mean historically we've seen people icons like lil kim like change the Mm -hmm. way that they look drastically because they are unhappy or they don't Mm -hmm. feel you know accepted as they are she was a beautiful woman she was a beautiful curvaceous woman super cute little petite thing Mm -hmm. and now all of a sudden like you have to take a second look and make sure you're looking Mm -hmm. like lil kim because they're obviously all going to the same surgeon because Mm -hmm. they all have the same face and, and, and body like makeup. ants they do they're they all ants. look like ants they're all ants yep it's unfortunate it is unfortunate i mean how does social media influence you rihanna um, as a younger like i said generational
1: i mean now that i'm older it doesn't really bother me like that i don't think i've ever looked at somebody on on social media i'm like oh my gosh i wish my body looked like that i just i used to have a love-hate relationship i still kind of do i used to hate hate social media when I was younger mm-hmm. just because it's I don't want to say everybody that's on there is fake but it's just like they well, are it, they, it's a snapshot yeah, they created. It. yeah it's like a, a fake a, reality it's and it's like mm-hmm. I see these people every day and then I see them on Instagram I'm, I'm like you did not look like that today <laughs> mm-hmm. like you don't act like that and it's just it would it would it would make me so frustrated so when I go on Instagram like I'm just looking at like funny memes mm-hmm. and just just stupid So stuff. you're not
0: using it, you know, as that. No. But, you know, historically and even like studies show, mm-hmm. you know, at a young age children are choosing a certain right. appearance, mm-hmm. a certain mm-hmm. um thing that they gravitate to. And that's because of the social media. Right. That's because like I see people and no knocks to anybody who's listening, who does this, but, Mm -hmm. and you know, celebrities, like they're creating Instagram accounts for their kids. Like why? I don't care what your kid is. Like, I don't want to see your kid. Like (laughs) I literally don't care. I'm not about to follow your baby. I (laughs) promise you, I'm not following (laughs) your baby. I don't care, but they come up in that. They Mm -hmm. they're immersed in that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, kudos to the ones that keep, you know, their kids behind the scenes. Like Mm -hmm. it annoys me. When celebrities like post like the back of their kids' heads or like just don't post it. a picture of like the kid and it's like a heart emoji like, in their face, we don't, we I aren't don't, even wondering even... what they looked like. So just don't do it at all. Like, or if you share so much about your life already, what is us saying? Well, I guess they try to protect their, and from about their baby. And I understand that absolutely. If they baby ugly, well, or that, something. I don't think that that has anything to do um, I think it's more about giving their child a choice to uh, be in that lifestyle. Uh, As an adult, you made a choice right. to be in front of the camera. That's not that's not your kid. Well, I guess they do it for people like me. I, mean, I just said their baby was ugly. Some,
1: <laughs> that's was not what we're say, here for. I was gonna say for you. <laughs> Sorry.
0: That's probably why they, they right. hit their baby. Um, you know, I come from Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook. Happened first for me Cut and somebody y'all. else, excuse you. Well, I was gonna go as Cut far back y'all. as my space, but did my space come after Facebook? I don't know. No, no, it, no toward... it was black. What I didn't have that black planet. Was you old,
1: black. I didn't, didn't have black planet. What it? is that? Yes, that's and it. And then
0: my space, okay. And then, well, I had Napster, so what and, and, is and, that? anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're gonna move on from that. We're gonna, we're I'm line wired. Let's just tell you my age. Moving on. <laughs> Facebook, right? (laughs) Somebody created my Facebook page for me. And it became one of those obsessive Mm -hmm. things. Like I'm always logging in to see what people Mm -hmm. are doing. And Mm -hmm. this was at a time where I was, you know, a freshman in college. So I'm looking at other people in their collegiate journeys and I'm feeling less than or feeling Mm -hmm. insecure about the major I chose or the school that I went to or Mm -hmm. the social scene that I found myself in. Should I have pledged? Should I have, you know, done Mm -hmm. this or that? So not just body image wise, just Mm Image-wise, social Mm -hmm. media had, you know, a big role in the insecurities that I was feeling, Mm -hmm. you know, at that time. I think a lot of my insecurities came from being in an atmosphere where bullying took place. But let me not say, because I don't really think I ever was bullied like, to the point where people experience, like, getting beat up and stuff like that. Oh, no. I definitely no, was. I didn't experience that. I did get, like, I wasn't teased. getting beat up, y'all. Don't. <laughs> don't We're not here, here to talk about that. Oh. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I wasn't bullied in the sense to where I had to, like, physically defend myself. There was just a certain look that I could give people, and they'd be like, oh, don't fuck with her. So, I didn't have to do all that, but... You know, I think it was like an elementary school. This is around the time, you remember that movie Flubber? Yes. People would call me that. And I'd be like, okay, whatever, Flubber. Uh uh." Like, I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay. Because I'm a kid. I'm just like, what are y'all talking about? Like, I don't get Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) Like, why are you calling me that? And then I got into fifth and sixth grade. And then it got more prevalent to where it's like oh y'all call me fat
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> like hmm that's interesting because i at the time i just thought that i was just like different because mm-hmm. i had mm-hmm. other little quirks about me that had nothing to do with me being the bigger kid in the class but people will force that on you to make you feel that way about yourself because yeah. of what other people say yeah not the way that you feel about yourself mm-hmm. and i think that your peers is what starts the problems with body image which again is now social media Mm -hmm. because back then we didn't have social media Mm -hmm. it was the people around you that made you feel a certain kind of way about how you look absolutely oh yeah Mm -hmm. i remember being in junior high and uh we were standing outside like waiting to get into school and i remember like this boy coming over and like yeah you with those soup coolers and i remember this girl saying it to me like it mustn't be nothing for you to cool off a bowl of soup with that big, those big soup coolers of yours. And she was supposed to be my friend. What's a soup cooler? Big that? lips. Oh, oh, I ain't never heard that. I ain't never yes. heard that either. Big lips, know. and now you see. Chloe Kardashian get, get girl <laughs> whose lips can't get bigger than what they are they're going to mm. explode off of her face mm-hmm. um and and that's a thing now and Kylie you know she started that whole like mm. you know lip filler thing like oh no I'm just overlining my lips okay babe <laughs> well she didn't start it she was the youngest she didn't start it but she, she was the youngest to start doing it because it was like it the big hype around that Kim zoziak was doing that oh, before she was yeah, doing she it was. and if you know Kim zoziak you know how her and her daughters look yes. oh. and she's even said I'm gonna keep filling my lips yeah. until they big as the sky I don't know why they don't have do they have a lip filler company I don't should. know they need to Some stocks. they spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their body to look like us which is insane to me mm-hmm. but then we'll get so upset if y'all say that they buy is fake Mm -hmm. they are though like that's a whole different level of culture appropriation we ain't even gonna go there okay but it's just insane to me it's different because back then i had to face my bullies i had to stand outside and wait Mm -hmm. to get into school with them i had to learn with them um there i had to walk home with them teasing me or you know like trying to run up on me or whatever so i fought a lot Mm -hmm. but now you can't even face your bully no more Mm Mm-hmm these cyber bullying things yeah but you Mm -hmm. hear the stories about eight year olds and 11 year olds taking their lives because they're being bullied Bullied. over the internet like cyber how can words cut Mm -hmm. that deep that somebody that's not even standing before you could hurt Mm -hmm. your soul to the core to where you feel like i don't need to be here because Mm -hmm. nobody's accepting me for who i am and that's insane that's completely
1: insane i remember in middle school um I don't know if you've seen the movie. It's like a a, a ABC Family movie. It's called I think it's called Cyberbully, mm-hmm. and we would watch Probably. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we would watch that in school. And I remember we because they they would educate us about that just to mm-hmm. like make sure we're not bullying kids. Mm-hmm. And we would hear all the stories of the kids, the children like our age who would get bullied or cyber bullied. and they would like take their lives. And that was so scary to me because I I remember that um a lot because we would watch it all the time. Um, I've personally never gotten cyber willy before but I did get willy in middle school but it wasn't for like anything that I like did like I was just a really quiet kid so mm-hmm. I'm like an easy target so like they're no I'm not gonna say anything back because right. I would literally take that in and then go home and then that's it mm-hmm. or I'll mm-hmm. just let it all out when I'm at home by myself uh-huh. um, and I think I grew into a habit of doing that and um, until i got older like in high school i would still do that in high school like i would let anybody say whatever the heck they want uh, to internalize that go home and then that was just it like i wouldn't say anything to their faces or um slap them maybe a little bit it's you okay,
0: yeah. mm-hmm. okay. So, no. and you you no. ain't never said nothing to your
1: sister because you know your
0: sister pull up at no. that school oh no. i'll be there at 15. so, so why why not confront your bully why mm-hmm. not face that scenario. Like why did you take that home right. and internalize that? Because that's what kids mm. are doing. They're taking it mm-hmm. home. They're internalizing it. They're not telling their parents mm-hmm. why did you never feel the need to either confront that person or tell somebody, or tell somebody. Mm-hmm. and, you know, get counsel mm-hmm. or backup,
1: mm-hmm. bodyguard
0: backup. Yeah, backup. Back <laughs> um to handle that situation. Well, mm-hmm.
1: Mostly because I'm a I'm very I'm still shy. I'm still very to myself. I'm a non confrontational person. I do not like drama. I Somebody, I've had someone try to fight me before and I talked my way out. Who I tried to fight you? This is like a middle school live for the drama, petty best friend stuff. Like, this girl was mad. I would have came up to middle school because too. I don't she care nothing. mad TV. because I stole her best friend. And I'm like, girl, I got how do you to steal a, a person from a person? I, I have no idea. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm mind. not I'm about to fight you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Forget
1: it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> that's just how my middle school years function you were crazy um but yeah um i'm just not, a, not i'm not a conversational person so i would just keep to myself sometimes i would i would talk back i think i have a pretty smart mouth still do. Mm-hmm. you do mm-hmm. okay whatever mm-hmm. anyways mm-hmm. <laughs> if i could think about think of something on the spot like i'd say it back but um
0: yeah, I'm just not, not confrontational. Yeah, and I think that, and I think that I was a lot like you when mm-hmm. I was like in, in elementary school in mm-hmm. fifth and sixth grade. I didn't really say a lot, yeah. but like I said, once I realized that y'all were trying to bully me, mm-hmm. that's when I got spicy. Like, who are you talking to? Cause your mama look like <laughs> A, B, C, and D. So you're mm-hmm. not about to try to bully me, like. Mm-hmm i'll give you the stare of death that wasn't me you could catch these hands no or whatever else i might be because i'm not confrontational i don't like to physically fight now if i got to hold my ground baby that's what it is but i'm not i'm one to fight with my words i'm not one to physically fight so it wasn't until i got into middle school seventh to eighth grade is when i really really started to stand up for myself and didn't really let people really say too much to me Mm -hmm. at all um no. No. I handled my um bullies <laughs> with violence. Um I got suspended before my middle school commencement. Like I almost didn't make it for throwing a chair at a boy who was Yeah, violent. I remember that. Yeah. Um, a chair? Yeah, a did. whole chair. Her <laughs> and it flew past she the did. teacher's head. She almost <laughs> didn't make it to the I graduation said, either. I truly really feel <laughs> um, like the bullies in your generation was a lot different from you know, mine. Even though it's only a four-year like mm-hmm. time frame. I just didn't I don't I just didn't get bullied like that. It, it was definitely different in the sense that there was no respect of person. It wasn't like, oh, only the girls are bullying the girls. Mm-mm. It was everybody bullying everybody, yeah. girl, boy, right. in between. It didn't matter. Everybody was bullying everybody, and that was my biggest issue. It's like I was getting bullied from all over, and for the littlest things, like you don't even know what soup coolers what, Who te- teases somebody because they have yeah. big lips? Like, who cares? Right. When, you know, I had like the jumbo box braids, like I got teased for that. Like, it's, what's wrong yeah. with my hair? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, You know, and I never understood the teasing because you got Mm -hmm. this set of people, these boys over here that like me, but then you have these Mm -hmm. boys over here that won't stop bothering me. Mm -hmm. And it's like, everybody's about to get beat up. Mm -hmm. Period. You're getting a chair thrown at you. Um, I had a friend in, in grade school and to this day my whole 35 years of life, he will never let me forget the time that I got upset with him in third grade and threw pizza at him. <laughs> um, you, it, it didn't matter. It didn't mm-hmm. matter. I remember, you know, punching a boy down in the band room. I remember <laughs> fighting a girl outside, you know, at junior high mm-hmm. because she told something that she wasn't supposed to tell to somebody and we were supposed to be friends. Like,
1: mm-hmm. I remember
0: fighting somebody that was supposed to be my best, best friend. I have a scar right here. That's her tooth. hmm I remember remember these things (laughs) Mm -hmm. because it it wasn't like I'm going to go home and I'm going to get on my computer and I'm going to type about you. (laughs) No. I Mm -hmm. also think that a lot of bullying that you went through as well was a lot of jealousy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I truly truly believe that. But how was I supposed to know that? You didn't. That's why you had to fight. Mm -hmm. Because they felt so insecure about themselves that they had to push that anger off on you. But That's, I carried the weight of their right. jealousy. I carried the weight of their insecurity. And that in turn made me insecure. Mm-hmm. So now my lips are too big. Mm-hmm. Now my hair is, you know, not good enough. Now mm-hmm. my uniform uniform. How can you teach somebody about the uniform? And we all got a uniform. And we all yeah. wearing the same doggone clothes. Like, what right. you talking about? <laughs> it's <laughs> you where know. you got your uniform from. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's got all white and blue here today. Right. All right. Like, good. what are you
1: doing? Cool, cool, cool. What's going on? So
0: right now, now I have childhood trauma because mm-hmm. you were insecure. Right. Um, yeah, my childhood trauma goes back to not even like I said, I didn't get teased like that. That in school. I think my childhood trauma came from realizing that I'm the biggest in the room. In my mind. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying that it was true, but in my mind, I'm the biggest in the room. Mm-hmm. When we go clothes shopping at at Sears, yes, at Sears, Kmart, Kmart, Hills. the section for regular kids, humongous. Shop till you drop. Buy all the clothes. Get whatever the hell you want. Hey, put it all on layaway. My section was like, um, oh, it's two racks. Pick from these two racks. You might get lucky and find something cute. Because at the time. Fat kids, they existed, but they weren't catered to. Nobody cared mm-hmm. about fat kids. Right. Yeah, And again, still me not knowing that I'm fat at the time, I'm just like, well, damn. I can't get no calls from nowhere. My mother doesn't know how to shop for me because there's nothing available. Mm-hmm. And that's not her fault. No, But mm-hmm. at the time, it made me really feel insecure about my image and who I was because I felt like my siblings were able to look so much flyer than I was, and in me that put an insecurity that I'm just out outsider. Mm-hmm. For me, and 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 it's crazy because we saw that like you can look back like at a home video of us like mm-hmm. opening up our Christmas mm-hmm. gifts, and at the time it was like oh we got matching outfits or we got mm-hmm. similar outfits, but you look mm-hmm. at it now and you look back at it and you look at us unboxing these things and you see like the this what y'all got me yeah (laughs) like she got that Mm -hmm. and i got you can see it all in my face and like there was a time and it was recently where i went back and watched those videos and i wanted to cry Mm -hmm. because i felt yes because i felt so bad for myself back then because i had to be appreciative of what i did get because mm-hmm. i could have had nothing mm-hmm. and i had to pretend to put a smile on my face like oh i love this leopard print jumpsuit that shit was ugly why would you buy me this why did you buy me and it it's velora mom uh, why i mean thank you but, but... this isn't my choice <laughs> like, <laughs> i had to do karaoke in it like, i'm high. like what are you <laughs> why why was this a choice for me but it was like i mean that's what was available and I couldn't do anything about it and the hardest thing is to feel like an outsider about something that you cannot change Mm -hmm. and so that created a lot of insecurity within myself with that and I have another story too but Rhea I want you to kind of go back and say how long ago was it when you first started experiencing like your body image was it in childhood or Mm -hmm. did it just start when you got to like middle school high school
1: I think it had to have started when I got into middle school because I wasn't even thinking about that in elementary school. Um mm-hmm. I think probably around like seventh grade or so. That's when I started thinking more about my body image. Because um, mm-hmm. I, I have pictures of myself from like eighth grade or maybe like ninth grade or like eighth grade going into ninth grade. And I remember I would have thoughts that I was fat. And I used to be as big as my pinky. I'm like, girl, you were not fat at At all, all." at all. Like I used to think I had a stomach.
0: What made you think that though? Who, 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 what, what did you see? Who did you encounter? If you were stick with the girls, mm -hmm. (laughs) notebook, paperback, booty girls, like what?
1: I don't know. Like I remember um, in middle school, this boy, I used to think he was gross. And he commented on my, my booty, and you know, if I'm a little booty. curvier, shut up, <laughs> I'm a little curvier in my backside, and when I was in middle school, like I didn't, I didn't see it, I'm like, okay, and whatever, I don't, mm-hmm. what is, there's nothing back there, but apparently there was. It was, girl, because we used to be like, Rhea don't even know what right. she got. Wait, what daddy,
0: daddy used to say, Rhea got hindquarters. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that booty used to be poking out yeah. that pamper girl that's right
1: anyways i was like oh my gosh you just commented on my booty i'm like don't say that about
0: me but for us a boy comment <laughs> on our booty was like oh he think yeah. i'm cute <laughs> yeah baby got back
1: smack my ass in the hallway A-G-G. on the way to class <laughs> okay. but i was i was a very timid and uh Innocent child in middle school, like I wasn't thinking about boys. Like I was thinking about One Direction and playing my trumpet <laughs> and Justin Bieber. Like I wasn't thinking about like, oh my gosh, this boy's so cute. Blah, 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 blah. So, um mm. so don't, you
0: don't have a true origin, no, of what caused your body image. So you, you would you say that that was just like your personality, like right. it's just who you were to be a little more on mm. the shy side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It had nothing to do with. Mm-hmm somebody else's opinion of you no, or your never. opinion of what you know mm. beauty is supposed to be
1: no because mm. whenever I had something to say I would say it mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. just as I got older I was able to express that more like even still today like if I have something to say I'm going to say it I mm-hmm. don't like to draw attention to myself unless it's something that that I think is important or needs to be shared Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's really, it's crazy that with body image, you only speak when you're spoken to. I went through a period in my teen years, and it was like, early I was like 14 or 15. And at this time, like I said, I had finally realized, okay, y'all believe me because I'm fat. So I'm going to have to cut some of y'all out real good. But there was this time where we went to, because we had family in Atlanta. And we went to go visit our cousins in atlanta mm. and this is around the time we used to go on summer vacation every single year we used to drive all the way down and drive back in this particular time we were visiting our cousins in atlanta and we went to the mall and we were walking through the mall and there was this group of boys or whatever and y'all being fast <laughs> That was my thing. Like going to the mall and pretending to be older than yeah. what I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my thing. So you was being fast. And we encountered <laughs> these group of boys. And we like, hey boys, the blase, blase boys, hey. And the boy asked Chrissy her name. She told him. Asked how she was. She said it. He asked how you oh, what was your name? Or who? How old were you? They come to me. They ask me shit. I said, so I'm invisible. It's because I'm fat. Is this what we doing? This is what we're coming to. That made me feel so small. I will never forget that. Mm-hmm. That is imprinted in for the rest of my life. I will never forget it. That. that made me feel so bad about myself. Mm-hmm. And it's like, just to have the validation from some boys, mm-hmm. And you're not going to talk to me because I'm fat? Like, this is that serious for you? Like, are you crazy? Mm-hmm. So from then on, I think that's when I started to have body image struggles.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Even though I was being teased and people talked about me being flubber and blah, blah, blah. It didn't impact me until then.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because then it was like, damn. Mm-hmm. That's how boys going to treat me? Mm-hmm. So from there, it went from giving any boy attention that would give me attention because I'm fat and I'm not going to get no better than yeah. the mm-hmm. boys that are giving me attention. I don't right. care where they from, I don't care who they are. Like, hey boy, kiss me, whatever. Mm-hmm. like That's where my struggle started. Mm-hmm. And even though I was vocal and didn't let nobody tease me, when it came to boys,
1: mm-hmm.
0: even if he didn't treat me good,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, still, I still showed him attention, the attention that he wanted me to show him because mm-hmm. I felt like if I don't show him attention... I'm not going to get any other boy to show me attention because I'm fat and that's all I can get. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of the message that's out here today is you have to look a certain kind of way to get attention from men. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's where my struggle started for me. That's, that's not the message so much, you know, in today, not today, not today, but it definitely was back then. Um, because I I remember, you know, like being a cheerleader and, you know, getting size for your uniform. Mm -hmm. I remember myself and another um, cheermate, two other cheermates when I first became a cheerleader, you know, we had to wear the JV skirts because, you know, we were the thicker girls. Mm -hmm. And historically, you know, the JV team is associated with the less talented, you know, the bigger girls. So having to be in the predicament where I'm wearing a JV uniform but I'm on varsity it's obvious that I'm wearing this JV uniform because I'm not small Mm -hmm. enough to fit into the varsity uniforms Mm -hmm. and that was like imprinted you know in me and I went from that space and time and in that moment and my insecurities about my weight just grew even more Mm -hmm. I I settled into a place where I was like okay you know I'm not big in my mind and I'm not Mm -hmm. big in everyone else's mind I'm you know pretty you know okay I look Mm -hmm. back at pictures and I'm like you know my butt was Big, but it was flat, so it wasn't cute. So I don't know what I was doing, but okay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 21 comes and I'm pregnant and I have a baby and I gain a disrespectful 100 pounds (laughs) pregnant Mm -hmm. with this baby. Mm -hmm. And then I have this baby and now I'm walking around big. And it doesn't matter that I just gave life.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I'm big now. I'm now wearing a size 18. I'm now, you know, buying my pants from a certain section. And now in my mind, it's not only do you have a baby, you big with a baby. So now nobody wants you. Mm-hmm. Nobody's attracted to you. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember, you know, like, okay, I'm going to get on Weight Watchers. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to get back on track. Mm-hmm. And I remember being like, maybe not like at the halfway point, maybe like a quarter of the way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I lived at the house at the time, HQ.
1: Mm-hmm. And a family
0: <laughs> member came to visit. And the family member hadn't seen me. In a while mm. and they come up i just finished my workout and they go you looking pretty hefty oh, i remember that and i'm just like <laughs> uh-huh. thank you for knocking me back
1: uh-huh. 20 mm.
0: steps mm. i was already in a bad place yeah. thank you appreciate you so then you go harder and then you go harder but Here's the thing that going harder gets wrapped up into other stuff Mm -hmm. because fast forward in this same space into a relationship that I got into shortly after that moment that was connected to pain and security, um, being bigger Mm -hmm. and I'm being fed this narrative by this person that he has a desire for me to look a certain way. Mm -hmm. He has a type. Mm -hmm. And I had no business falling into the trap of what his type was because I had no business being with him in the first place. But I didn't know that I wasn't. That's not where I was thinking. I was moving mm-hmm. in insecurity. And I was doing like the P90X and
1: mm-hmm. eating egg
0: whites every day. Yeah, and I'm will. running and I'm getting thin and I am have no ass. And Mm-mm. all my clothes are single digit size. <laughs> Your head big. My head is big. I look like a lollipop. <laughs> lollipop. <laughs> But I thought, like, this is what he wants. This is what he wants to see, you know, for me. And I remember him saying things to me, like, your thighs can't be bigger than my thighs. I remember him describing his ideal woman as, like, Aaliyah. So me trying to, like, grow my hair long. It doesn't matter that my mm. the ends of my hair are thinning. I need <laughs> to be were- <laughs> Aaliyah. They were. They were. They were. <laughs> and I will never forget a time he was going through like his old stuff and there was this picture that I came across and it was this lady in this picture mm-hmm. and she was a big, lady, a big mm-hmm. lady. She was tall and she was wide. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who is this? And he mm-hmm. was like, um, that's my daughter's mother. Child, when I tell you, I threw all the pictures, all <laughs> the papers, all the everything, because how dare you, mm-hmm. how dare you feed me this, perception of what you want me to be make this demands of my body Mm -hmm. and the woman that you brought life into this world with is bigger than bigger than bigger than me Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you it was okay for her to be big Mm -hmm. and to bear your child Mm -hmm. but it's not okay for me to be big Mm -hmm. fuck out of here (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. i know he said that about your thighs. thighs he did he said a lot of things to me um And I carried the insecurities of those things uh, along with the childhood trauma things Mm and the, and the teenage trauma things Mm -hmm. along with me for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Like a super do. I don't even think it was until like I was pregnant with read that I was
1: like, fuck this.
0: Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: To go back to the whole, not to backtrack a little, but I remember a point about myself in my high school years you talking about the JV skirt and they would have this perception that all the girls on JV were the fat girls mm-hmm. and that if you were JV it's cause you were big and you couldn't be on Bar City because you're fat a lot of that had to do with a lot of reasons why I didn't do a lot of extracurricular activities Mm -hmm. because I felt like I'm too fat to do that. Or you could only do a certain thing because of your size. Mm -hmm. Like if you were in track, you couldn't, you you had to do certain events. You Mm -hmm. couldn't, you know, just run around the track. Right. Right. Yeah. So I got into what I got into and I ended up being great at it. Mm -hmm. And that's a part of where I, started to build confidence which we're going to talk about that point next uh me being on the flag line and being the captain of the flag line and girls looking up to me to be their leader like that's where i started to build my confidence and and just accept my body for what it was but i had also felt so disappointed that I didn't find that confidence earlier on where I could have wanted to do so much. I wanted to play volleyball. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be a cheerleader. Mm -hmm. I wanted to do those things. So I felt I would be so good at that, but I didn't do it because I felt like I wouldn't look good in that uniform. I'm too fat to do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in thinking like Rihanna, you said, you thought you were fat, Mm -hmm. you know, in thinking that you were fat, did you find a need to, like, I know my, my outlet was like, you know, the excessive exercise. I have to Mm -hmm. be thin my head has to be floating off of my shoulders so <laughs> thin mm-hmm. um was there something that you felt like you needed to do to combat this feeling of like i'm fat
1: mm-hmm. um i mean i i mean i did sports and i did track i did cheerleading and volleyball but i didn't do them mm-hmm. specifically to like lose weight i did not because i genuinely wanted to have fun i will say when i when i did volleyball i was like a junior in high school or I mean, mm-hmm. like a senior and around that time, I was doing it so I could lose weight because we were doing workouts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I used, to be, I used to be really self-conscious about the shorts we had to wear because they were like spandex. Because you had hindquarters.
0: I love my body bar shorts. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I love <laughs> them now. All the now. boys can see my AZZ. Oh my OK. <laughs>
1: um,
0: <laughs> I had shorts, too. <laughs> my white band shorts. Y'all know the shorts. If we went yes. to high school together, you know them shorts. <laughs>
1: oh my gosh but um i remember i used to be really self-conscious of that because um in high school there was this girl like we were like we were not friends we were cool whatever Mm -hmm. and i remember she told me that all the boys who i thought didn't like me because i didn't i couldn't stand that the boys in my high school anyways i thought they didn't like me and she was telling me that they were talking about how good my butt looks and i'm like you're lying she's like i swear like i just heard them in the hallway i'm like wow because you had the high quarters crazy. and you ain't know what
0: to do with them mm-hmm. i mean i
1: still got them anyways <laughs> okay <laughs> anyways so that 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 made me a little self-conscious because i i i know i am a very smart girl like i, I did very well in high school I had good grades i was in, uh, in honors honor society like i was doing really well and no one would ever acknowledge that like they will only Mm -hmm. acknowledge how good my body looks and i'm like yeah okay i know i have what i have Mm -hmm. but like can we not Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think that's the era
0: where social media starts
1: to play. Mm -hmm. so i'm like can you just acknowledge me for who i am Mm -hmm. as a person like how smart i am like i'm a smart person Mm -hmm. um i'm more than just my looks and that would irritate me so much and still to Mm -hmm. this day like i feel like people still do that to me um, like they underestimate. Well, that's because they like they really break. like the hindquarters now.
0: Well, now they do. <laughs> but but like moving away from like just weight struggles, mm-hmm. you know, you find yourself trying to cover up mm-hmm. if you think like oh, you, yeah. you you they see this, but I don't see that, or mm-hmm. I'm I'm bigger, or I can't find anything that's cute, you mm-hmm. know, in my size mm-hmm. because I'm bigger, or I'm smaller, so let me wear all the inappropriate things and you know show right. where I'm smaller yeah. at. But there's other stuff that goes along with that. It's not just, you know, weight that challenges your security about your image. Um, You know, I don't think that we talk about it enough. And I don't think that there's, you know, enough emphasis on, you know, body dysmorphia. I think Mm -hmm. we only talk about, you know, like weight struggles. I don't think we talk about like the other things because it can be anything in your appearance that you perceive as a flaw. Mm -hmm. It could be that thing that you, you know, obsess over that you excessively, you know, tend to look at or it needs to be perfect mm-hmm. or you know you're you're not presentable, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, as a insecure being, it wasn't just about weight for me mm-hmm. because even at my smallest, I wasn't just like walking around with like booty shorts. like I just started wearing shorts like right. two, three years ago, just started wearing mm-hmm. shorts. It was like, nobody can see my knees. Mm-hmm. Don't look at my knees. I love shorts. um <laughs> I never wore belly tops. It was like, I'm thin, but my midsection is none of your business. I just started, you know, showing that area. Um, But for the longest time, just one day I woke up and I was like, I don't have no eyebrows. And (laughs) I don't know if anybody else knows that I don't have eyebrows. Mm -hmm. But Kim Kardashian said, my eyebrows are supposed to be thick. And I fully believe that I need to start drawing on my eyebrows. Mm -hmm. And I did that for a really long time to the point where I was buying, like, from the Avon lady. Like, I bought the, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> the like trace it on eyebrows stencil. Oh, thing. baby, we <laughs> ought to have some stencils. Even that I had stencils and I stencils. got eyebrows. And oh it was so bad. Mm-hmm. Like, them really, things, you, really you know that bad. that that silent movie dude, the eyebrows. <laughs> That's what they would look like with them stencils. And I just looking at myself like, bitch, you look. <laughs> stupid. Mm-hmm. But imagine being so insecure with mm-hmm. what you see in the mirror. And there's been so many times, like recently, where I've said, like, you know, I I have to make the statement, like I don't have no eyebrows, and they like, mm-hmm. you don't, right? I didn't notice <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: because that's the last thing people are looking at. But for me, it's like all—all all I think somebody sees is my ball head, forehead. Like <laughs> this is—you mm-hmm. don't see my eyes, you don't see my glasses, you don't mm-hmm. see my my teeth. You I mean, I'm looking at nose. them now because you brought them up. Because I'm talking yeah. about, them, but, but if you I have eyebrows though, I have yeah. them now. They're growing. I'm taking my vitamins oh, on oh a regular basis. <laughs> anyway, but I remember like calling off work because I couldn't get my eyebrows drawn on correctly. I remember um. I'm not even kidding. I remember, like, when I was living at HQ for, like, a brief period of time, I remember, like, getting so violently angry. Like, I was crying tears because I was doing my makeup at my mother's vanity area, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't get my eyebrows on right and I remember my dad was coming in his room to get something and I remember him stopping and giving me like the craziest look like what the what is wrong with you and I ignored it like like it wasn't happening because how do you explain to anybody that this is something that Mm -hmm. impacts your ability to get up every day Mm -hmm. and leave the house I remember working at a restaurant and I remember these guys saying to me, mm-hmm. "You have an exotic look. I've never seen anybody's eyebrows look like that before." And they were trying to play me, like wow. they were complimenting me, but they was dogging the fuck out of me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And to the point where I went in the kitchen
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I asked this girl, I was like, "Hey, you know, how do you do I look okay? Like, do my eyebrows look okay do today?" Look, and she was like, mm, "Girl, you look good." You're lying,
1: girl. You're lying
0: to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I remember asking another person, like, "Hey, you know." Would you tell me like if my eyebrows look bad? Mm-hmm. And they were like, no, like you're, it's fine. I just, if I were you, I would use like a different color. So they're not fine. You're mm-hmm. like, make, you're talking around this thing, right. and y'all, let me walk around like this mm-hmm. for years and years. But mm-hmm. it honestly, what color look... was you using? the um, uh, I'm girl. trying to picture. Well, like my, it was a light brown yeah. because my hair was like blonde, yeah. and then when my I started to grow the blind out, I was still using the light brown and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm whatever and even after i had raya i remember being at work and this boy walking up to me like why you draw your eyebrows on (laughs) and like this is the last thing i want to talk about like and i'm thinking to myself people draw their eyebrows on every single Mm -hmm. day why Why are you attacking me me about my eyebrows Mm -hmm. and it was only until like recently that i was like you know what i don't have the strength Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm the energy or the care to do this anymore because the reality is I was getting ready for work last week and mm. I did my whole face, whatever eyebrows was cute. I was like, mm, <laughs> girl, you did that. And I was like, mm. but why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Like for what, like for who, who mm-hmm. are you doing this for? Right. Mm. That's the question is who, but I spent all these years feeling the need to obsess Mm-hmm. mm-hmm and do this in excess Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and cover up my body and be so insecure from head to toe that i'm to the point where i'm just like i'm done Mm -hmm. this is me Mm -hmm. i am beautiful to me Mm -hmm. and that's literally all that matters but i don't think a lot of people have the strength to move Mm -hmm. past that obsessive thing or Mm -hmm. that that weight struggle that that flaw that you Mm -hmm. think that somebody else sees that nobody else
1: sees.
0: Yeah, I had weight struggles as an adult. It didn't have anything to do with me struggling to lose weight because honestly, I felt like I've been big all my life. Why the hell is I'm about to put myself through all this stress to lose weight now. Granted I have lost weight up and down over the years. Mm And I feel like I could lose a couple pounds now, but not because I'm trying to lose weight, just because I want my stomach on flat fat and my ass on fat fat. You want to be a Drake lyric? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that's, for me, that's what I feel like I would be, like, at my best for me, not for Mm -hmm. anybody else, because Mm -hmm. my man think I'm perfect, so it don't matter. But anywho that I so I've never had <laughs> like a struggle with losing weight. Mm-hmm. I've had a struggle with accepting my
1: mm-hmm.
0: body for what it is because I was in a relationship for a really long time where he would bully me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If y'all know my ex, that man but wide he was outside. big as all outside. Ooh. So what you <laughs> have to say to me? He would bully me and he was he would talk about how I looked. He would talk about my lips. He would say, my lips are droopy. And I always look like I'm frown faced Because my lips were always... Like, he would, like, put his lips down and say, this is what your lips look like.
1: Yeah. yeah he would nerd. talk about
0: my lips. He would <laughs> the just... The way
1: his bubblegum yeah. would
0: drag. He would talk about me like a dog. Like, he would stand over me. He would just, like, talk dog shit about me. And in our previous episode, i talked talk about me having to get physical Those were the times where I had to get physical with him because you not about to believe me. You're not about to talk about me. You're not about to say that Mm -hmm. I look like this. I look like that. Like, you're not about to make me feel like shit about myself. Mm -hmm. He would Mm -hmm. call me a fat ass. Even though I would call him fat ass, too, but rightfully so. Okay. (laughs) But he would do it to hurt me. Mm -hmm. And... I had to, it took, like, when I stopped, like, being a girlfriend and just started existing, like, in the same home and not giving a fuck about what he did, Mm -hmm. that's when I started to, like, accept myself for who I was. Oh, he would definitely talk about my hair. Definitely talk about my hair. This was after I went natural. Mm -hmm. Not before. Really? And we're going to talk about that in a second. He would absolutely talk about my hair all the time. Talk about my hair. Talk about my clothes. Just like everything to like try to make me feel some kind of way about my body image. And I just be like, how can you do that? Like, Mm -hmm. do you not see yourself? Mm -hmm. It goes back to people making you feel a certain kind of way about yourself it's what other people think it's not about they put that on you Mm -hmm. to make themselves feel better about themselves and it's just so insane to me it's crazy to me Mm-hmm. Like, it It took me being done with that relationship to finally accept, hey, this is my body. It is what it is. I'm going to make my little tweaks about myself, about what I feel like is appealing to me, and I'm going to move on. And, baby, if you want me, you want me. If you don't, bye. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you're going to not want me, it's not going to be about what this ass look like. It's going to mm-hmm. be about my personality, and everybody love me, so right. we know that ain't it. You've got, you got a, <laughs> a circle of people, and you've got two people who, you know, have trauma or someone Mm. or something triggered like that insecurity and then you have you rihanna who you you just that's how that's how you are how you are so imagine all the people that you know that's just how i am Mm -hmm. this is nobody making me feel this way Mm. Or this is just think about how many people are like in loving relationships and that other person is like doting and they're Mm. loving on them and always complimenting them but because they're just that way right. they can't receive mm-hmm. you know those things mm-hmm. so it, it's crazy how it all manifests itself and how many different forms and shapes that it can take but at some point you have to like get up and be like okay I love myself mm-hmm. and, and like what is that thing what where
1: is that moment where you're like like I love myself mm-hmm. right um I wanted to I don't want to piggyback off of go backwards but uh, what you mentioned about your eyebrows we were talking about earlier how for men like it's a double standard like men can have no eyebrows men can all. have no, anything <laughs> they can have I nothing don't, i don't even notice eyebrows y'all i, I do. do
0: ever I do. it's the first thing i see on somebody i be like oh that's because <laughs> that's your insecurity <laughs> though so because that's right. your insecurity you're right. that's what you're gonna look it's at. the first thing i see i'm mm-hmm. like Her eyebrows i don't cute. See eyebrows i'll be like oh I forget I have eyebrows. I mean, I'm I being perfectly eyebrows. honest. I forget that I have eyebrows all the time. We've been plenty of places that I'm like, you ain't gonna draw your eyebrows, and I be like, but they don't Yeah, I'm be like, for what? Right. <laughs> <what? laughs> I rarely draw my. If I draw my eyebrows on this, because I'm trying to be like extra, like extra, mm-hmm. extra. Typically, if I got makeup on, which is rare, I don't. I've never been a person, you know. I ain't never been a person to like really wear makeup anyway. Mm, me neither. But if I do, I would definitely walk out of house my house. Full face makeup without mm-hmm. putting my eyebrows on mm-hmm. because I don't care because I don't even realize that they're there <laughs> for real, and that's all, crazy. All I think about, no, not yeah. anymore, but right. But go ahead, Ria. You were sorry. sorry, um,
1: but yeah, I just wanted to mention that. Um, going back to what you said about people like surrounding you,
0: right?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I've never really had anyone that made me feel insecure about like how I look. I mean, I used to think I was ugly, but that was only because of me. It wasn't because of what other people were saying. Mm-hmm. Like, now I don't think I'm ugly. Like, I think I'm pretty. I'm a pretty, pretty person. Um, mm-hmm. Usually, it would, people would pick on, like, my character and, like, who I was as a person because, I mean, I'm not perfect. Obviously, nobody is. Um, but people people would just, they will make me think, like, I'm crazy. Like, um, I remember in high school, like a, a a best friend I had at the time, like we were just sitting down, and I was like talking. I was like, you know what? I want to be a filmmaker. Like I want to make movies. Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you think I could do that? She was like, no. And I'm like, why? She just said, because you can't. And I'm like, excuse me. it?
0: Who said the it? Girl, I can't we don't say know her name.
1: These people. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: but why was... did you even feel the need to ask that question? Like, mm-hmm. why wasn't the conversation like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a filmmaker.
1: Because at the time, she was just, she was really manipulative. Like, she would be, <clears> she would project all of the things that she was going through onto me. And I didn't realize that until, like, like I was a junior. Because that's when we started to, like, grow apart. But I don't know. I just asked her. I was like, do you think I can make a movie? She was like, no. And I'm like, that's not even a valid reason. So um, before I graduated, I was actually going to become a journalist. But then I changed my major because, for one, I, I don't like being in people's business. Um, I don't think I could interview anybody. I mean, I could, but I don't know if I'll be that great at it. I can be very shy. I'm going to interrupt you um, because
0: I had a thought as you were just talking. <laughs> uh, and I think that your confidence level has a... It it boils over into your body image, I feel like. yeah, And I think that the two are relevant. Mm-hmm. Whether it's people talking about your personality or whether it's how you just feel about yourself in mm-hmm. general. Confidence is confidence. Right. So. If you're a confident person, then your body image is not going to affect you the way that it would affect another person. Mm, right. If you have confidence, then you're feeling like you can interview somebody just based off of mm. having confidence regardless of what your personality mm. is. I think that it's really important to build on that. Mm. You have to have confidence. Don't say that, I don't think that I could do it because mm-hmm. you can do it. Mm-hmm. And don't ask permission. And don't right. ask permission. that. Fuck that. <laughs> Because ain't nobody around here in this world, they don't validate nothing. Mm. Who are they? They mm. ain't God. Right. Only people that person, not even a person, only being that we are here to impress is God. Mm. So, regardless of what people feel about you, you still have your confidence. Right. So, you know, I'm always on you about asking yeah. permission for stuff. Anyway. Yeah, I am.
1: That's too good. I don't know. That gets like on my questions. nerves.
0: It's it's one thing to ask questions to explore mm-hmm. something that you've already decided like this is where I'm what mm, you're gonna mm-hmm. do. But it's not okay to ask questions to for validation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and in the sense like we were saying, like asking for right. permission, like mm-hmm. you're not the boss of me. I have a question.
1: Okay.
0: So at what point do you learn to start loving yourself? I think well, for me, When I started to love myself was after I did my big chop. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, I had decided, I'm about to leave this Negro. And the next day, like, I told his friends, I was like, well, I'm about to break up with him. So, like, we had went out. We went Mm -hmm. to go get drinks. Mm -hmm. And I was telling his friends, I'm about to break up with him. So,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. y'all not going to see me for a while. And the next day, I cut all my hair off and i was like bye and that was like the point where i started to like really really embrace who i was Mm -hmm. and really started to like see myself like Mm -hmm. because like i said in that relationship like he would like bully me and make me feel a certain kind of way about myself and so because of that my self-esteem started to like go down because there were some days where I didn't fight it and I just let him say whatever do whatever and I Mm -hmm. would just exist Mm -hmm. in that and just be whatever because it was exhausting. Right. But I just reached a point where I was like you're not about to do this to me no more. Mm -hmm. I'm going to cut all my hair off and I'm going to find myself Mm -hmm. and I'm going to find myself whether you're here or not well I'm already decided and I'm (laughs) moving anyway so Mm -hmm. you didn't have a choice I'm Mm -hmm. going bye sir. Right. So I think when you finally come to terms with just accepting yourself, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. flaws and all, like a lot of that also goes into just being natural. Like I've been natural for 10 years. It's probably been longer than that. I can't even, I've lost track. But when I decided to do that, it had nothing to do with my body image, but through the transition of being natural, I had to learn how to love myself in my complete natural state as well, mm-hmm. and he would bully me about that too, and would talk about my hair and say my hair was nappy and
1: mm.
0: that whole all that jazz. As typical people who are not cultured and don't understand the natural beauty of a black woman in general,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's just something that you go through, and I had to get over that within myself and to grow my hair as long as I did and then to completely sacrifice that mm. to find myself and learn how to love myself was a really big step. And that was like three, four years ago
1: mm. that I did that big chop. Mm. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, like four years I think. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Your hair holds energy. Mm-hmm. I believe yeah. that. Absolutely. Um, all the energy goes out that way Mm -hmm. i think that the same kind of i'm removing myself from this space that i'm in situation happened for me Mm -hmm. in in two different segments it Mm -hmm. happened when i looked and realized like okay i'm getting all these chemicals in my hair why Mm -hmm. what is it what is it doing right why am i so obsessed with my hair being in this state Mm -hmm. and i cut it all off Mm -hmm. it's gone bye Now you can't hide behind, ooh, child, I'm gonna get my hair done every two Mm -hmm. weeks, spend all this Mm -hmm. money. And then that journey became like, okay, so I cut all my hair off, now what?
1: Mm -hmm. Right.
0: Now, what am I doing here?
1: Right.
0: And I, I hesitated because when we first went into quarantine, like I grew all my hair out. And then when I was ready to, you know, go back and start getting my hair done, like I had done my own little Bantu knots and mm-hmm. I thought it was cute mm-hmm. but I hesitated because I'm like oh. I don't know if I'm the type of person that like style and do my hair mm-hmm, and do mm-hmm. blowouts and all mm-hmm. of this stuff like I like short hair like that's my vibe like I'm cutting it all off again mm-hmm. and then it was a part two transformative more moment where I said you know my hair is going to be the strength of me my hair is going to be the inner peace the way that I'm going to strip myself of all these insecurities and only, only love myself and see myself truly and completely beautiful
1: mm-hmm.
0: the way that other people have seen me over the years. And the only way I knew how to do that was to start a lock journey mm-hmm. because that is a phase mm-hmm. after phase after phase and you go through stages mm-hmm. and you have to commit and pour yourself into each of those phases and I wanted that journey to be symbolic of like where I am now mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy how true to life it's been from the realization of like I'm not doing this eyebrow thing anymore mm-hmm. I'm not drawing my eyebrows on anymore mm-hmm. Um to making certain decisions about the things that I indulge in and it not be um, because I don't want you to see me like this so if I make a choice to do something cosmetically it's not because I'm hiding mm-hmm. it's because that's how I want to do this today. Mm-hmm. If I'm getting my nails done, it's not because I have old lady hands and I don't want anybody right. like, to see my nails short. It's because mm-hmm. I'm taking care of myself. This is my self uh, mm-hmm. me. This is appealing to me. Right. Not to you. Right. Um, the working out that I do. I'm not working out because P90X is skinny. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: My thighs have to be a certain size. Mm-hmm. It is my daily regimen to maintain that natural energy. Right. To center myself, to ground myself to empower myself Mm -hmm. and not necessarily worry about when I get on the scale it says this or when I put on this it looks like that Mm -hmm. so I think that your hair is directly attached to Mm -hmm. the energy pouring Mm -hmm. in and out of yourself Mm -hmm. you know what I really hate about the natural state the natural stage and getting locked in your journey is that people always say I went through an ugly stage when I went natural I hate that. I reject that. I reject that <laughs> because, and I did it because at the time I wasn't where I am now mm-hmm, about mm-hmm, my image. Mm-hmm. So at the time I told, I said I had an ugly stage when I went through this, and I was ugly during this time. Even when I initially, when I did my big chop, I felt like I had an ugly stage. And blah blah blah. To me. Looking back, that's your growing stage. Yes, the mm-hmm. ugly stage is your stage. It's your stage of growth stage. Mm-hmm. because you're learning that, okay, my hair, because like you said, that's like a release of energy. My hair may not be where I want it to be, but I'm going to keep going because I know what the results of me continuing this journey is going to get me to. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a stage of growth. It's not an ugly stage because you're fighting through that to not like oh i'm ugly i'm ugly i'm ugly even Mm -hmm. though in our minds we're saying that but we're still doing it Mm -hmm. you still have to wake up Mm -hmm. every day and go through that quote-unquote ugly stage Mm -hmm. it's a part of growth because you're learning to look past that yep you're learning to grow through that and Mm -hmm. you're doing it for a purpose you're doing it for a reason absolutely and i think that going natural i encourage everybody to go natural like i said i've been natural for Ten plus years, and I right now I'm going through a stage where that I regret because, for whatever reason, I felt like oh I want my hair to be straight again, mm-hmm. and I straightened my own hair, and don't have heat damage. So all the hard work mm-hmm. that I did and it had nothing to do with like body image. It was just me feeling myself at the time, mm-hmm. feeling like well oh, my hair gonna be cute straight, my hair down my back. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like oh I want to look like this for this time frame. Mm-hmm. Not even thinking about all I went through with my natural journey and how I got my hair to be as healthy as it was. My hair was the healthiest my hair had ever been. Even me being natural for as long as I've been natural, it was the healthiest my hair had ever been. And I fucked it all up. Because you wanted it to look a certain way. Because I wanted it to look a certain way. And I regret it. So now I'm in a stage where my hair is back in a quote-unquote ugly stage. You see what looks do to you? Yeah. Exactly. So now... Even though it has nothing to do, I wear my hair in braids now because I'm ashamed of the fact that I went back on my journey
1: mm.
0: and fucked up my hair. So now you have to figure out how to release yourself yeah. from that shame. Mm-hmm. I thought about cutting my hair today before I got my hair braided. Like, I'm just going to cut all this shit off.
1: Do it. Forget it's it. I'm just going
0: to cut it off. It back. But then again, I'm like, but that would be. Now that I'm in a different space, that would be me giving up on my ugly stage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear my braids. I'm going to take these braids. And when I'm done with this stage, of the braids they cute, girl. Mm-hmm. When I'm done with these braids, I'm going to go through that journey again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to figure my hair out again. I'm going to figure out what things work with my hair to make me continuously learn how to love myself. It's a learning experience. It's a learning
1: experience. Ria, when did you go natural?
0: How long ago was it? It was a long, 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 like long, long, long
1: time ago. And I think I started in seventh grade and I was fully natural by when I was like in 10th grade, like a sophomore Because I
0: helped you. I but I remember, help. I was going to say, I remember <laughs> like you going through that phase mm-hmm. and like not really knowing what to do with your hair <laughs> and like walking in the house and it's like, Okay. Um crazy. <laughs> so is this the <laughs> style?
1: style are we create the style?
0: Was this <laughs> intentional? No. Are we is there a vision? Do you no. need help? Yes. Are we creating? This is the yeah. cry for help. I understand. <laughs> it was definitely I'm gonna help, help you. Oh
1: huh. yeah. I remember um when I was cheerleading, I was I was a sophomore, yeah. <laughs> and I went to cheer camp and I still have these pictures. Oh my gosh. I look back at them. And I had, like, these space buns, and they looked a like, hot, popping mess. At the time, bandanas were my thing because all I had to worry about was the top of my head. Mm-hmm. I could just breath the rest of it
0: up. Mm-hmm. But it's still like that. No, you need to worry about to all of your hair. <laughs> yeah,
1: hands. no, it still looked terrible. Um, I, re- I also remember we would have to wear these stupid freaking bows. We had to wear bows in our hair. And at the time, I didn't know how to do my hair. And um, a lot of the girls on the team, like, they were um, either relaxed or they had weaves. And I, I would never really wore weaves. The closest thing I wore to a weave in high school was, like, twists and braids. Mm-hmm. And when I finally wore a weave, I was going to prom. Right. And that was, like, <laughs> two, three years ago. So I, I was never really about weave or anything like that. And I remember I was really frustrated because I'm like, girl, I cannot put this bow inside of my head. Do you see what my hair looks like? Like, I cannot fit this. My hair is thick. Like, it's not even long. Like, my hair, it still is thick. My hair has always been thick. It's just really, really thick. And I can't get this on here. Like, what am I supposed to do? she's just like, figure it out. I'm like, okay, you know what? Whatever. And I think I, I like, body pinned the bow into my head. I don't even know. You could have gave up um, then, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Because um, I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to wear my bandanas. I'm going to wear my crusty little space buns. i will make mm. it work. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make it work. And I'm just going to keep being natural. Like, that, that didn't make me want to not be natural anymore. Um, I'm pretty sure I had some moments where I'm like, you know what? I'm sick of this mess. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have moments like that now. Um, but I, I still keep going like I'm gonna be natural forever. I th- yeah. and I
0: think that's important. I think that never, you know, giving up on whatever stage you're in, like that's mm-hmm. important. and that's the key to like finding your sexy. Mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. key to like just arriving mm-hmm. for yourself. um as we're gearing up and we're picking out stuff to, you know, travel, and, you mm-hmm. know, I'm gonna be Be normal. Okay. I'm (laughs) gonna be naked. It's like, I'm picking out things that they're not, like, revealing or anything, but they're (laughs) definitely, like, sexy. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm here and, like, don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. I remember um, when we went to Vegas a couple years ago, I remember a guy walked up to me. We were at the pool party and he was like, so, how many kids do you have?
1: Excuse me?
0: Because I had on a two-piece and I had the scar from Um, The complications that I had. That was then? Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: in that moment, I could have been like, I'm never wearing a two-piece again. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But in that moment, I was also like, you don't even know. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. even know my story. Like, you don't Mm -hmm. even know. And I think that that's that, you know, like, you realize, like, I'm sexy and it doesn't matter like Mm -hmm. what offensive, Mm -hmm. stupid, dumb thing you Mm -hmm. say to me. Like, I've arrived and there's nothing you can do to tear me down. So I don't feel like obligated to you know dim my own light.
1: Hell yeah. yeah. I'm sure. sexy.
0: Um uh, my man think I'm sexy. Yeah. And I don't care if anybody else falls in line. Yeah. Sexy party it <laughs> <of> too. Uh, <laughs> because I feel like I look good as fuck. So can't nobody tell me nothing. <laughs> and I always have been like I've had some sort of confidence. At one point, I was faking the confidence. But I think once I got like... I want to say when I turned... I'm going to be honest. It was like 27, 28. So this is recent. It ain't like I just felt like, oh, I was a sexy person. Am I don't oh, know. Like, my sexy is uh-huh. like from two weeks ago. Yeah, it's okay. Well, <laughs> now. <I'm> <laughs> oh, okay. But like... I feel like when it was, like, when I was about to turn 30, like, my body started to change. Mm -hmm. And, like, the things about my body, like, to be very candid, like, I look at myself in the mirror naked, like, bitch, you are it. Mm -hmm. You are it. like You yelled at me about that. About, yes, you need to look (laughs) at yourself in the mirror naked and just, like, look at every single crack crevice yeah, and just be like, girl, you look the fuck good. Yeah. I'm I do honest. it almost, and I'm not lying. I do it uh-huh. almost every day. Me too. <laughs> I will take pictures of myself okay, do and that. stare at my <laughs> girl. I look good. Yes, yeah, I don't think. care. She I look love good. looking at myself. Yeah. He loved looking at me too. I'm not at that. I love looking at myself. Part, and, it's it it's it's nice. yeah. and it's not even that it matters. I'm gonna get there. You have to, and it's not even that. It's not even the fact that your our men think that we look good. I ain't got no man. And, okay. <laughs> we do anyway. <laughs> it's not even, I don't even do it for him. I do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I like to see myself naked. I like to look at every single piece and part of my body and just be like, girl. Because mm-hmm. that comes with you loving yourself. Because as I've aged, like, my body shape has changed. Mm. The, the like, 30, 30s help you. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't tell you that. They, they don't make you think, like, oh, oh you about to be 30. You about to be, oh, blah, blah, baby. Oh. I'm was, at my prime. 30s, 30s are are okay. I'm, I'm at my prime. Okay? I'm not ashamed to be going on 35. I remember Daddy was like 32 for the longest mm-hmm. time. When we was pissed, like 32. Right. So I'm not scared of the 30s. I'm not. Scared don't be of the scared, of scared of your long. 30s, baby, because that that booty gonna be like placard. Them titties gonna be like ha ha. For real. I'm for real, my baby. My titties don't. When, <laughs> okay, well, they, my titties be doing something. Okay? When I put my clothes on, I tell myself, bitch. Like, I literally talk to myself. I be like, girl. I, good. I, I honestly caught a glimpse of myself in, like, the mirror when mm-hmm. I was, like, physically at work last week. And I was like, oh? Oh? Yeah. I think I gotta go back to the pants, Girl. Oh. <laughs> I get so upset with, like, any of my friends. Like, if we're, like, because we send each other screenshots of shit all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, girl, what you think about this dress? What you think about that dress? And like my friends, they'll send me like these modest ass dresses. And I'd be like, Bitch. Where are you going? Where are you going? <laughs> girl, if you do not flaunt your body. Is this your monastery? Who cares? Of interview <laughs>
1: outfit?
0: Who cares? Like, mm-hmm. wear it, baby. One of our cousins posted something. I think it was today or yesterday. And she posted a meme of this face me of like thinking. me thinking yeah. about what I want to wear, but I can't wear it. Cause I said, I said, girl, yes, if you don't can. wear that shit. It, mm-hmm. where it who gonna say something who's gonna say anything it's about how you feel about yourself if you ain't gonna tell yourself you're sexy who is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who's gonna tell you you're sexy I'm definitely still working on it I think over the years it's so a work I progress. Had, a, had a really bad habit of being like oh I wish I had her confidence but mm-hmm. ladies like, it's okay it's, it's okay it's a Progress not to be in that space of confidence that everybody else is at but you gotta find a way mm. to push past and see the beauty in you even though it may be something that you think is a flaw at the end of the day it's you mm-hmm. and if you think that you're beautiful then that flaw is beautiful too right period agreed um I thank you for this segment I mm-hmm. thank you Rihanna for joining us mm-hmm. um I think that this is a topic that we could probably just press play and like mm, go on yes. for like especially, a whole week especially the sexy part okay because the baby okay <laughs> i fantasize So i but baby i'll be having fashion shows at home we're gonna pause on our fashion <laughs> i'll just be <laughs> i'll be doing a damn shows. thing in the mirror okay um mm-hmm. i appreciate you for not crip walking during this yeah uh, you're welcome um, episode because i'd be creep walking you but no. more to come please don't. like everything <laughs> we talk about there's there's an evolution you know mm-hmm. there's another piece to this there's a continuation to this and as we grow <sighs> As you grow, you know, shout us out. Shout out that growth. Mm-hmm. Let us know. Like, mm-hmm. empower us. Yeah. You know, we're not here just talking to ourselves. We are here talking, we're to, talking you to you, for you. Yeah. Like, let us know. Leave your comments. Um, Don't forget about the YouTube. Uh, yes. We have a YouTube page. YouTube. We for you YouTubers. Out there. We'll put that out there. Everybody's not a Spotify, Apple podcast, Google yeah. podcast. Anchor person, so we are making ourselves available to you. We have everywhere too. So, we international baby. We are not international. Okay. Just, <laughs> just keep tuning in, and we'll let you know when we cross overseas. <laughs> right. <laughs> Until next week, we love you.
1: Thank you. Bye. Bye.